Welcome to the inaugural episode of The Modern Court Reporter. This is a podcast for court reporters both new and old, but we'll mostly be focusing on topics for students and new reporters. You can expect to hear about mentoring, technology, including hardware and software, as well as guest interviews with real-time reporters, accountants, scopists, proofreaders, and attorneys. I'm Dan Malgren, head of content here at Planet Depots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Darlene Williams, head of professional development. Darlene has been a court reporter for over 30 years, handling complex litigation matters in real time. She has also spent the last five years leading professional development and quality assurance for the Planet Depot's team. In today's episode, we'll be discussing court reporter mentorship programs, common errors new reporters often make, and what you can expect out of a court reporting career. So let's get started. Darlene, what can you tell us about court reporter mentorship programs? So there are several mentorship programs available, the first one being with NCRA, which is the National Court Reporters Association, and they do offer a free mentoring program when you get to certain speeds in school, high speeds. Um, you can always reach out to them through ncra.org. Another avenue for mentorship is to just call your local freelance court reporting agency and ask them if they have um, a reporter, a seasoned reporter on staff that would consider taking you under their wing and kind of guiding you along through several transcripts and helping you to understand what you may or may not be doing correctly. And then of course there's Planet Institute, which was designed to be strictly a mentorship program for students at high speed. Um, we, you work directly with me. I help find reporters in your area who you can shadow with and they will take you out on certain jobs with them that we feel are appropriate. We try not to get you into anything too technical right off the get-go, but we'll find jobs for you to sit in on, and then you would prepare transcript for me as though this was your own job. And then I critique that transcript for you, send it back with comments to help you understand the really fine details of what a final transcript looks like. We understand that um, because of cuts in curriculums, Transcript prep may not always get the attention that it needs, and so our program is designed to help you understand what that final transcript should look like from the very first word on the title page to the very last word on the certificate page. So I will help you with things like formatting. I will help you with proofreading, some of the little pitfalls that happen when you are trying to rush through something. I'll give you tips and tricks about proofreading, um, but I will help you understand why punctuating a transcript that is a conversation is different than punctuating um, dictation material that you're given in school. And there is a fine line there, but we try not to get too wrapped up in the grammar rules, but it's just an intro to help you understand how the technical points of punctuating can be varied throughout the course of a conversation. People don't speak grammatically correct anymore, which is difficult. People speak very quickly right now, which is very difficult. And so there is there's a little bit of an art to it. It shouldn't be intimidating, and I think we just tend to overthink it. I think that's one of the huge pitfalls court reporters face in general. We get really caught up in some very minute details. We tend to be type A personalities, and we want everything to be perfect. And what we actually end up with may not be grammatically perfect, but it's our best shot at producing a readable transcript. So our mentoring program is very detail-oriented. Um, you stay in the program 
until we feel that you've reached a point where you're really ready to go take that first job of your own. You could be a brand new uh, graduate as well, and if you haven't taken your first job, even if you have, and you still feel like you need a little bit of extra guidance, you should still apply to, to our Planet Institute Mentorship Program. Um, we will give you the confidence that you need to know that when you sit down to put out that first transcript, you already have those skills in place. You know exactly how to put your transcript together. The school gets you ready with all the speed, and so we rely on the school to get you the speed, and then we take over from there, and we put the polish on the very end and, and give you the confidence to go out and take that first job. And why would someone want to join a mentorship program? So I think the number one reason is that when you are at those high speeds and the reality hits you that you're about ready to become an official reporter. And by official, I don't necessarily mean in the courtroom, but I just mean the official reporter taking the record. Um, it becomes nerve wracking and suddenly everything that you've been striving for for school is just on the horizon and you're really anxious, you wanna get out there, you wanna start making money and the terror sets in. So some students look at um, finishing school and going to take that first job as a test, and, and it is, it's absolutely a test, but you can't let the test terror set in. Um, think about all the tests that you, you thought you were ready for and you sat down to take them and as soon as they said begin, you went crazy. So our mentorship program is designed to help you combat those nerves by sending you out with seasoned reporters who will, should be more than willing to share their stories with you and help promote the confidence that you need to go out there on that first assignment and know that when you walk in the door, you command the room and you're ready for whatever might come at you. No matter how terrorized you feel inside, you know that you have the skills in place. You, you know you have the speed on the writer and you've, you've been on other jobs with other reporters and you know that you can control the situation. And so our program should make you feel that confident by the time you're done. And you actually get to graduate from something. It's not just like going to school, getting your certificate, but this is that added assurance that someone who's been in the profession as long as I have, and I, I must admit I'm quite critical, it's important to remember that while I can be critical, it's to help you combat the nerves of the little details that you didn't learn in school. So our program will guide you through those little technicalities that come across in every job um, so that you're, you're more prepared, you feel more confident, you've overcome one obstacle. We'll, we'll teach you how to read a notice of a deposition so that you understand when, when an agency sends you this, you know what it means, you know how to gain information from it, how to do research um, before a job to build a job dictionary. Uh, just all the little nuances that school can't help you with because they just don't have the time to do that. And so we want to fill in that gap for them and make you as prepared and as confident as you can be for that first job. And one of the benefits to our program is that we always encourage you to feel free to join Planet Depots after you've completed your, your mentorship program with us because you get the added benefit of being able to work one-on-one -on -one with an expert to keep you focused on where you need to be. Uh, we have an in-house uh, proofreading program uh, that I run and I will make sure that those first several jobs that you take are 
exactly what they need to be when they go out the door. So you know that somebody's looking behind you and that's an added level of confidence so that those transcripts that go out don't make or break you. They just build your future. And our goal is to always be encouraging, to always strive for excellence, um, but mostly just to help you see that you, you've invested a lot of time in something that really has wonderful rewards and we want you to be able to enjoy all of those rewards. That's very helpful, thank you. We actually interviewed a few court reporters who went through the Planet Institute program. So uh, here's a snippet from that. How did your experience with Planet Institute impact the start of your career or better prepare you for the start of your career? And more importantly, what traits do you feel are important for a student considering to come into the program? Planet Institute has been an amazing experience. It really taught me how to be a reporter. In school, you are taught how to write and how to put our transcript together. However, you don't get as much experience out in the field um, handling various types of jobs. Um, through Planet Institute, I was able to sit in in a video conference job, which I'd never done before, um, and also just get experience through just different situations that the school does its best to try to familiarize you with everything, but it doesn't cover everything. So it's just great to get that firsthand experience and also have people to talk to and people to ask questions. What component of the program did you feel was the most beneficial for you? Was it going out on the job and shadowing the reporters? Was it the feedback that you got from transcript preparation? What, what part do you feel was the most beneficial? I think sitting out and shadowing these seasoned reporters, be, simply because of my first couple weeks of experience, um, it really helped me learn how to handle every situation that came up. And I felt confident that I could d deal with it instead of going in blindly, seeing that there's two attorneys on the phone and going, oh my God, what do I do? And instead of kind of having that reaction, what I did was I just remembered what happened when I shadowed this reporter that had the, the attorneys on the phone or the pro per depo, um, and I was able to kind of like use that experience, uh, have the confidence to take charge of the room, know what to do exactly, you know, with the pro per, they didn't necessarily know how to handle the deposition, but I was able to kind of take charge for them, and so um, it definitely benefited me with my confidence level. Um, I felt like I was already experienced, even though it was my first month of working. And it just like, it made that transition from being a student to a working court reporter so seamless. Would you recommend Planet Institute to other students? And if so, what type of students do you feel are best suited for the program that you've been through and what are the traits that, that you would like to see from students coming in that you know would work well for them? First of all, I would think every, I know every student really would benefit from partaking in this kind of program, a program like this. You cannot learn nearly a fraction of what you really need to know from school. It'll give you the speed, it'll give you the theory, but there's just so much more to the job than that. You have to be out there presenting yourself, working with clients, and then, of course, on the back end, the post-production, putting the transcript together, knowing your CAD software, way beyond what's taught in school. So everyone would benefit. Okay, so besides being really self-driven and being humble, I think the last one is being flexible. You know, like I said before, the one constant of core reporting is the inconsistency of it. So even with Planet Institute, it, because it's so customized and self-driven, it's going to change depending on what you need. And so you have to be willing to um, 
get out of your comfort zone. Be, be flexible. Be flexible in terms of, let's say, your schedule. What you're willing to do, what you think you might be willing to do, might not be enough. So right. you have to be okay with pushing yourself. Get a little uncomfortable. Get out there. Yeah, the things you think you're not going to like maybe are going to be the things that you like the most, right? That's true. And you never know until you try. So right. I think bottom line, just always say yes. Make a big difference. Let's change gears for a moment. What are some common errors that you find in a new reporter's transcript? So it's, a, it's an interesting question, Dan, and I think that students need to understand that I take a different perspective working with students, getting them ready to go take those first jobs than I would with a seasoned reporter. And part of the reason is because the student is looking at their transcripts as passing a test, and we have to look beyond that. We're looking at a completed package. So some of the first uh, errors I find are simple things, like the words you're and your. You forget that if, if the word should be you are, then it, it can also be a contraction. But you want to make sure that you're writing what the, the witness is saying. So if the witness is saying you are, you should be writing you are, not you are. So we kind of rely on you to, to know the difference between slang are they just sliding through something quickly? The words go by too quickly, and it sounds like they're making a contraction? Or a great one is the word gonna. It's a terrible word. I try to steer people away from using that. Remember that the people who read our transcripts, first of all, the, the, the attorneys who take the transcripts, these are highly educated people. and. When they get to speaking quickly, they're, they're generally working from an outline in a case, and they, they know what their questions are, they are anticipating an answer, but they're thinking ahead of where they're at. So when someone slides in a gonna, or you betcha, or whatever, we kind of have to take a step back and say, do they really want to see that in a transcript? Do they really mean to say, I'm gonna get there? They really meant to say, I'm going to get there, and they probably did in their mind, but they spoke so quickly that it got lost. It's just a nuance. So I help you learn the difference in those kinds of things. So your and your affect, effect, they sound so much alike, it's very difficult sometimes to understand. So you have to revert to the content. What are they talking about? So you kind of need to know articles of speech. Verses and verses, they're two different words. You need to know how to use them. Uh, possessives and plural possessives. This is a big one I see a lot of times, um, knowing when something is just possessive and when it's plural possessive. It's still traditional despite the fact that many of us are on keyboards all the time, QWERTY and otherwise, that there are still two blank spaces after a period and a question mark and a colon. And it looks like a mistake in a transcript when there's only one space. So you might not think it, you might look right past it and not think about it, but the reader of that transcript is someone who's been in the industry for a very, very long time. They're still used to seeing it, and so it looks like a mistake. So our goal, part of our goal in this mentoring program is to take the focus off of who did the transcript, instead put the focus on this is a great transcript. We don't ever want them to look and see who did the transcript, we want them to say that's an excellent transcript. Then they can go back and see who it was and say, I want that reporter back again. That's our goal. We want you to be that reporter. Uh, we want you to always know that you have a foundation to work from, and we want to build that foundation with you and make you have the confidence 
that when you put that final transcript together and you've signed your name to it, you know that that's your best product. Doesn't mean that there won't be a mistake. There's always gonna be a mistake. We're still human. We still are gonna have mistakes. But the focus at the end of the day will be that the reader takes that transcript to whoever they take it to, probably no one that was in the deposition, and say, I don't know who this court reporter is, but I want her again. I want him again. That was an excellent transcript. Who did it? Please request them for the rest of my jobs. And you've, you've solidified a great future for yourself. So those are some of the basics that I see in early transcripts. Uh, another real quick one is knowing the difference between a recess and a break um, or an off the record discussion. Just the nuance is that if people stay within the room, it should be an off the record discussion. Could be that they've decided they need to work out a technical issue as far as asking a particular question or documents or something like that. As long as people stay within the room, it should just be reflected as an off the record discussion. If someone decides they need to leave the room for whatever reason, that should be reflected as a recess because you don't know how long they might be gone. Could be 30 seconds, could be five hours. You have no way to know, but it helps the reader know that at this point someone left the room for, for whatever reason, whether it was just a restroom break or they went to get documents or somebody wanted a cup of coffee or water or whatever. Somebody actually left the room and that means something to the reader down the line. So I think my overall focus here is we need to focus on who is reading this product when I'm done with it. And nine times out of 10, the attorneys who were in the room with you at the time that you took it aren't gonna be reading it for a while. It may be support staff, they're paralegal, maybe they're sending it on to an expert, whoever, but they may not have been someone that was in the room. And so we need to remember that people reading these transcripts down the road we're not there, so we need to be doubly sure that we capture the record accurately and put together a professional transcript so that the person who has to read that transcript never has to stumble and never has to, to look at it like, I have no idea what they're trying to say here. If that's the case and you've done your very best, that means the person asking the question or the person answering the questions didn't do a very good job. It's not our job to interpret that for them. It's our job to actually make the record as it happened. So that's why those fine points of, of punctuation and making sure you have the correct words is so important. So it's always my goal to give you the confidence to do that. And I will do that through critiquing your transcripts. That's really insightful. Thank you, Darlene. Um, in your mind, why is a court reporting career a worthwhile endeavor? So this is a fun question because the world is at your disposal as a court reporter. You can take this career anywhere you want to go. You could have grown up in a little town in the middle of nowhere, somehow heard about court reporting and got into the program, and then you realize there's nowhere for me to work here. I can't make a living doing this where I'm at. So you have to think outside the box. You have to think about where would I go to make a good living? Well, of course, the first answer is any major city. That's gonna be your first bet. But the question is, are you up for the challenge? Are you willing to take that step outside your comfort zone and put yourself out there? You've spent so much time in school learning this profession, you owe it to yourself to give it a shot. Try it and see. We have reporters at Planet Depots who work around the world, and that is no lie, they work around the world. And it's because they have this skill. And you can have that if that's what you want. 
you could maybe move an hour away from where you currently live and be in a major metropolitan market and suddenly be able to work as much as you want or as little as you want. But you have to keep an open mind. You have to remember that what's comfortable right now may not be what's comfortable in a few months or a year or two years when you finish your program. It's important to remember if you are in a state that requires licensing to be a court reporter and you're struggling passing the test for your state license, maybe you need to take a step back and get some experience under your belt. Go to a market that doesn't require licensing. Get those jobs in. Learn what, what it's like to deal with this job day and day after being in school. And the school days are very different from working as a full-time reporter. So get those nerves over with. Then go back and try and take your state test. And maybe you pass it then and maybe you don't. But you've opened up a whole world of places where you could take this profession. You're, you're not stuck in any one place. Um, Planet Depots always looks for the cream of the crop. And coming into Planet Institute gives you a foot in the door because it gives us a chance to help kind of mold you and get you over those few hurdles that happen in those first couple of months of reporting. Just the, the difference in jobs that you're gonna take. Um, you, we would start you out on simple cases, an accident case or a worker's comp case. Um, and then as you get comfortable with actually physically going to the location and writing the job and then preparing your transcript, um, through actually turning it in and getting paid, you start to get that confidence from day to day and it gives you that courage to like, I think I wanna try something else, maybe something a little more challenging. So then I, I will obviously go out of my way to try and find things that help to build that confidence by expanding your vocabulary on a, a job that might seem different to you, maybe, um, maybe a med mal case. Um, which, let me just point out, those are great cases. Don't ever shy away from them. They're very, very interesting. You'll learn a lot. Um, I would never take you from being a student and throwing you into um, an intellectual property case. They can be extremely technical, very, very difficult. And those are things that you want to aspire to. You want to work towards those goals. Um, I, I encourage my students at this point, you need to be thinking about skills that you want to attain as you begin your career. And by that I mean you need to focus on working to be a real-time reporter. In our industry, it is a historic background that we have that page rates don't happen in this market much. You don't get increases very often. Um, and by that I mean they're like non-existent anymore. People want to cut costs. They don't want to they don't want to pay you more. And so you need to look at value-added services. What can I add to what I do to make me more marketable and to bring me those high dollars that I hear court reporters make? And there are, there, there's a lot of money to be made in court reporting if you strive to be the best at what you do. So that's why I encourage you to work towards being a real-time reporter. And, and that's attainable. It can be done. And you can be a real-time reporter in two years if you set your mind to it. I want you to think about working with a scopist and a proofreader. We have such a shortage of stenographic reporters in our industry right now that we need you out there working. We, we don't need you stuck at your computer trying to get a transcript out 
although you're not ready for that when you first come out of school, but you need to be thinking about it. You need to know that this, I should be working towards this so that I can go out and make more money. Um, Kathy DiLorenzo, as many of our students will recognize that name, she's huge in our industry, past president of NCRA. Kathy's been very instrumental in getting people focused on value-added services. And one of the things that struck with me many, many years ago, Kathy mentioned in a presentation, if your fingers aren't on your machine writing, you're not making money. And it's a simple concept, but it's so true. If your fingers aren't writing pages on your writer, you're not making money. So that's why I encourage you to understand that you need to focus on support staff. You need to know that you're, you're gonna need, first, the first thing you're gonna need is a proofreader, um, especially if you come through the Planet Institute program once I graduate you from our program um, and, and you come on to Planet Depots as a reporter, you'll work with me for a while and then I'll, I'll I won't, I wouldn't say I, I will pawn you off on a proofreader, but I have uh, proofreaders at my disposal who like the challenge of working with students and they will help guide you, continue that process that you and I have started. And uh, it's just encouraging and, and comforting to know that somebody else has a set of eyes on your transcript before it goes out the door, especially when you're young. Um, but I want you to strive towards knowing that your next step should be working with a scopist so that you set the groundwork in place now where you, you focus on those, those entries in your dictionary and you make sure that you're doing a really good job at that. Um, clearly, if you're, you're anticipating working with a scopist, you want to learn to write consistently. Do the same things over and over again. If, if it turns out to be that it's a bad way to do it, it doesn't matter, it's your way to do it. So put it in your dictionary. Get over that hurdle, go to the next one. Um, but there's lots of places you can take this business and keep that in mind, this should be a business. When you first come out of school, you're focused on just getting those jobs and getting those paychecks coming in. But you don't want to start out behind the eight ball. So that's why our podcast should help you as we go forward, that you'll understand why through guest speakers you need to set up a business or you don't need to set up a business, why you might want to incorporate, might, why you may not want to incorporate, what are the tax ramifications for you now that you're an independent contractor. So just kind of things like that that the school doesn't help you with and we just want to kind of give you some guidance, just so that you know that there are things out there that you need to be looking at, um, so that you're prepared because the federal government will expect their tax money from you, just like they do if you were an employee. So you don't wanna fall behind the eight ball from the get-go. We, we just want to set, set that solid foundation all the way around, and we hope that you'll come to Planet Institute for that foundation. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining me, Darlene, and thank you for all of your insights for the students out there. And thank you for joining us on this first episode of The Modern Court Reporter. We look forward to seeing you in future episodes each month. Are you a court reporting student looking for mentorship? Why not join Planet Institute, a court reporter mentorship program sponsored by Planet Depots. To learn more and apply, visit planetdepots.institute. That's planetdepos.institute. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Modern Court Reporter.